Here's Johnny. Welcome to my world, bitch. Hi, I'm Chucky, and I'm your friend to the end. Heidi ho <laughs> And when you're down here with me, you float down. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Friday the 14 podcast. Yeah. I I'm the bad guy, Nick H. And the H is silent. Hi, I'm Mr. Fuentes. Hola, Fuentes. Heidi ho. What's up, film fans? I'm Juan. The real Juan. The and only I'm excited. One. The only Juan. And I'm excited uh, for this episode. How, how, how have you guys been? Good? Happy, uh, happy May the Fourth! May the Fourth be with you too. Everybody, uh, everybody, have a good week. A good week so far. Crossing fingers. I mean, I got a, a weekend ahead of me, so <laughs> it's stressful. Yeah. Now it's the countdown to what May twenty second. May twenty second. You guys, that's that's where, where are you guys going? What's May twenty second? <laughs> um, <laughs> where are we going? I know we're promoting for a show. <laughs> yeah, Fuentes and I and uh, the e- emo Saul one. The emo Saul one. The emo Saul one. Saul? Saul. Franco are going to uh, a show, a comedy show, uh, featuring Dan, uh, not featuring, but uh, the main attraction, Daniel Tosh. Nice. Man, that's a, that's a dude from Tosh.0. I mean, come on. <laughs> very excited. I really like Daniel Tosh's stand-ups. Have you seen any of uh, the shows? Re- I mean, his uh, uh, yeah shows recently as far as... I haven't seen his recent one, which I don't want to. I want to... If he does his new mater- newer material or newer older material, I want to be surprised so y'all can't hear anything for the rest of the night. <laughs> Except me laughing my ass off. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I spoiled it for myself. <laughs> Just listen to everything you said. It's true. Yeah, you guys, you guys are gonna have a good time. I have a great time. I'm gonna be holding Fuentes' hand, <laughs> and I'm gonna be crying on Nick's shoulder. <laughs> and, and, Frank laughter. Was... and laughter. And laughter. Who let the dogs out? I don't know. My dog's barking. Let me go see what he's barking at, real quick. <laughs> I thought that was supposed to be like a tie-in for the, the today's episode. I mean, it, it, it very well could be because uh, what are we talking about today, Nick? Well, we're we're talking about your movie pick, uh, Pet Cemetery, like released in 1980, but 18, 18, 1989. 1989. Yeah, 1989. I did pick it. Um, uh, even even though we're kind of like a, almost you know three weeks away from the anniversary, it hit theaters April 21st, 1989. But I, I've always had like kind of a an itch ever since I've been listening to you guys. I've, I've kind of had like a like an itch to listen to or talk about like Pet Cemetery with you guys. Um, you guys have done some Stephen King, you know, movies. Stephen King um, movies, huh? You guys, you guys did it right, Chapter Two. Well, I didn't do it. <laughs> um, the yeah. Shining, the earlier episodes, yeah, the Shining was a movie I had picked. Uh, I mean, Stephen King's were uh, movies were movies I uh, grew up watching. So, so. <laughs> that's, that's one of the main reasons. 
it's one of the main reasons I got I, I wanted to pick it just because uh, this is one of those movies that kind of gets some flack from you know your base average moviegoer because I don't know why but uh, but I thought it'd be a, a good topic of conversation to bring up and for all of us to review and talk about Pet Cemetery. Oh man. I don't know why you talked about average moviegoers and my brain was like, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean that's true too. Uh, I don't know if you guys are going to go see it this weekend, but uh, I'm about 24 hours away from going and, and pumping my ass down and seeing it tomorrow, so I'm excited. <laughs> but I realized I could get tickets to see it tonight for tomorrow, and then I forgot that I told my job I was going to go do this after work function. Mm-hmm. So now I... Now I'm screwed, and I have to. You gonna wait till Friday? I have to wait till Friday. Yeah. Tell them you're wait sick. till next year. They'll. <laughs> huh? Tell them you're sick. Right. Yeah. Sorry, I can't. Well, actually, I've been having this little tickle behind my throat. So unless they're maybe, watching, maybe this. I will be sick, and I'll just go anyway tomorrow. Unless they're watching this, then fuck. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> no one at work. Like me enough. <laughs> oh, well, we're we're gonna make them. We're gonna make one day. That's the guy with the That's, face. Let's send this link to him right now. Send a link. <laughs> Wrong link. <laughs> it's a different link. Dang, I didn't know Fuentes can stretch like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I'm excited to see what everybody's thoughts is on pet cemetery. So the cemetery of pets. Oh man. The cemetery of I don't know how to fucking spell cemetery. Huh. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so you know what the, it's like, Spo- first spoiler of all, alert. <laughs> they spelled it wrong. They spelled it wrong. Sorry, with an S. And then there's an A. I know people Two probably A's. watching this that aren't horror fans and they're like, they spelled cemetery wrong. I mean, yeah. who, hasn't, who hasn't at least watched Pet Cemetery once in their life? Like, there's I, no way. I skipped the, the third grade. Oh, yeah. It was, a, it was a book before. I don't know why, but this movie always reminds me of that other movie about the the people that turn into the cat monster things. Oh, Sleepwalkers. The, yeah, it comes around. It came, it came out around... Well, I don't think it came out around the same time, but it played on, like, sci-fi networks, which my mom yeah. was obsessed with when I was a kid. Yeah. And it would always be, like, Pet Cemetery and, like, that movie. I don't know why. Like, back-to-back. Dude, I want to talk about Sleepwalkers soon. I think... The next time that this goes to me, I think I'm gonna pick Sleepwalkers. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a very long time. So, yeah. um, unfortunately, you're not gonna, you won't ever get a second shot. For, uh, I'll never one. get a second shot. <laughs> no, <laughs> you really messed up this movie. <laughs> this is a one at one and done. <laughs> no. Oh, no. But yeah, I mean, um, you your pick one, you. Uh, Present. Yeah, this, you present. present. You present us. Um, so yeah, we're talking about Pet Cemetery. Uh, if you guys want to check it out before you listen to us, it's on Netflix. So go check it out. Um, after tragedy strikes, a grieving father discovers an ancient burial ground behind his home, with the power to raise the dead. Um, starring Dale Midkiff, Denise Crosby. Uh, Brad Green- Greenquist and Fred uh, Durst. Durst? No, Fred Gwan- uh, Gwen. Um, 
written by Stephen King, the novel and the screenplay, and then directed by Mary Lambert. Um, you know, it, it is what you will call it, but uh, I think everybody wants to check it out. It's on Netflix. And then we're going to get ready to uh, dig into it now. So, yes, it's on Netflix until May the 31st, I believe. Oh. Yeah, that's what Netflix said. Yeah. You know what? I wanted to bring this up, like, later on or maybe, like, I don't know. But before we dig into the movie, what do you guys think about Netflix? Just, like, we talked about it a little bit last week, but it's, like, plummeting. And they've lost, like, 200 million subscriptions. And it's, like, it doesn't look good for Netflix. I don't think they're going to... million? 200,000, my bad. 200,000. Oh, my God. Whoa. <laughs> so, even in business? They lost so, everyone. 200,000, 200, but, like, I, me personally, somebody talked to me about it today at work, and I'm like, I don't think they're going to survive the next five years. That's just me. There's, there's talk about them, you know, cutting ties with people who are doing, like, multi-screen shares and stuff like that, and then they're going to be cracking down on, on the passwords and I mean, but that should be any company, right? Prices, I mean, prices are going to be going up again. But I mean, the, the top tier price of Netflix is already like nineteen ninety nine, twenty bucks, and I think the cheapest Netflix right now is twelve ninety nine. Yeah, I think I, I pay think, like I think I pay like ten ninety nine or something. Unless like you're grandfathered in from the first like five years, but. I don't know. I just I didn't know what anybody else's thoughts were. I don't think they're going to survive like five more years. Uh, no way they're going to put out uh, what's it called the the kissing booths part four. Yeah. <laughs> Some more Netflix original movies. I mean, I don't know. Like to me, it's. I mean, if Netflix isn't going to survive, then what else will? I mean, maybe HBO Max because well, it's that, like. Well, that's another know, thing because like some of the movies that are on Netflix now. They're gonna they're gonna officially go away because you know the rights will go up and like a, a 20th century Fox movie, once Netflix's rights go up for that movie, they can't keep that movie anymore because it's gonna be going on Disney Plus or Hulu because it's a Disney owned product. Or like a universal movie. Like if a universal movie it's, if, if that contract is up with Netflix, uh, that movie will then go to uh, Peacock. Or if it's a, a Warner Brothers movie that's on Netflix. When that contract mm. is up, that's going to go on HBO Max. So eventually, these movies are going to go home to their rightful streaming services. Netflix, mm. and if, if Netflix survives, it's just going to be like Netflix only. Netflix originals. Yeah. I like it, Shudder. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. You just got to keep popping on movies. I mean, I, I enjoyed their, um, the recent movie they put out. What was it? I don't know what it's called, but it's more like Metalheads. Oh, metal uh, lords of metal lords. Metal lords. Metal lords. <laughs> that was a pretty good movie. Yeah, it was. No. It was comedic timing was funny as shit. <laughs> yeah, I just, I didn't know if you guys wanted to put it in something or. I mean, I don't. I don't think. I mean, 200,000 200, out of like, and it was kind of a joke, but if they have like. Even close to twenty million subscribers right now. I don't know. They could probably find out how much subscribers they have. But two hundred thousand ain't shit. Like <laughs> that's a fucking drop in the bucket. Like I, I mean, I don't see it as a big deal. Like maybe they see it as a big deal because it's happening all at once. So one executive went from five million to four point five million. So yeah. he's just like, what the fuck. <laughs> um, easy come, easy go. <laughs> but, 
I don't know. I don't. I don't ever see Netflix. I it's like the pioneer. Like I don't know, but I mean, I, of course, they're pioneers of everything. I mean, Blockbuster. Like no one ever thought that was gonna go away, and Redbox yeah. came and kicked its ass. Like, um, but then streaming came and kind of. It's not really kicked Redbox's ass, but like it's pretty neck and neck. Like there'll be movies I'll see, and I'll be like, oh, it's not here. Okay, I can go to Redbox and get it for a dollar. Or a dollar, almost two dollars now, but that's not the point. <laughs> mm. I don't know. Interesting. Well, I, guess, real, I guess I don't uh, have much to say on it because I really don't know the specifics. I just don't think it's a lot of. Uh, it is a lot of subscribers, but compared to the total, I don't think it's a lot. Really random, just, but does uh, does Redbox do uh, 4K rentals, or are they still just DVD, Blu-ray? DVD, Blu-ray. Uh. They're not keeping up with the times they're going down to. <laughs> Well, you're, I mean, even even looking at stuff like that, like your average person nowadays, though, I think DVD is still like a big seller. Like there's there's still people who haven't upgraded from DVD to Blu-ray. So, damn. Yeah. Miss out on that, uh, that quality. Those H- heathens H- watching, watching things in 720K <laughs> or 720p. <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> mm. Want to get into the spoiler-free ratings, or do you have another thing to say, Mister Rowan? I'm good. Sorry, I, I wanted to say one more thing, and Juan just shows off all his Blu-rays in the back to show everyone how poor they are. <laughs> they can't upgrade to Blu-ray. Ah, <laughs> uh, sure. Or, or it shows off how broke I am. It's, you broke. Well. Uh, I'm the broke one. The broke one. Sorry, I'm a 4K guy. Dang. Or at least 4K. I try to be the 4K guy. 4K bad guy. You got a 4K player? We've been over this giant... before. <laughs> what? So we've been over this before. You got like a giant... Oh, yeah. I guess you do have a... Have a yeah. Your house. A giant TV. 4K TV? 4K. Well, it's not that big. One has a bigger TV than me. For what? Well, not comparing sizes. <laughs> Well, there's like TVs that are specifically for like, you know, streaming 4K, right? Like you can't just get any any old regular TV. Yeah, you can't do right? regular 1080p. It just doesn't work. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. get some quality, but it's not it's not the full it's not, quality. It's not the full art experience. No. <laughs> um, I'll just put this as a little cheap uh, advertisement. I mean, this is a it's like there's a guy on Etsy that makes custom box sets for movies and stuff. So. That's oh, pretty shit? cool. Oh, that's a custom? Yeah, it's custom. Yeah, the original nice. logo. It's picture where he's going through the closet, which I like a lot. And then you have the, the season of the witch little poster in the back. That's yeah. So I can't remember the name of it, but I mean I'm pretty sure you'll find it on uh you just put Halloween box set on Etsy and it'll pop up. Speaking I don't get I don't get any money out of it, so <laughs> Speaking of, the, speaking of the witch, the witch is a horror movie, isn't it? The witch? Yeah. I, oh, you're, you would. I said season of witch, but you're going with the eight twenty four witch. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> maybe a spoiler alert there. I, I have not seen that movie, so don't spoil anything for me. No. Um, I'll, I'll go first then with the uh, with Alrighty, spoiler man. spoiler free rating. Um, man. Out of five, I know this was my pick, but right now, as the way it starts, I think I'm gonna give it three. 
Yeah. As, as, as right now, I mean, it, it took me a little bit to to kind of like this movie. There were some some moments where I was kind of just twiddling my thumbs. Um, for a movie from 1989, I wasn't expecting anything less. But an hour and 43 minute movie kind of felt like a two hour movie to me today. Um, oh so man! Watching it and, and going over some notes for them for the show. So uh, right now I'm gonna set it three. So I don't want to spoil this for y'all, but I was just really, really bored yesterday and it was getting late. So I was like, fuck it. I'm watching this in 1.5 speed. I think it made the movie better. <laughs> <laughs> but I gave it a, a 3.5. Hmm. At 1.5 speed, you gave it 3.5. <laughs> yeah. Nick, uh, finish this off, man. I will finish it off on you. What's the star rating for you? All right, man. I'm going to be the odd one out here. Not that far off, but uh, I'm going to close it off with a four. Damn. So you got a three at 3.5 and a four. Not too bad. It has been uh, been like three years since I've seen this. I watched it last time, like in 2019. before I went and saw the remake. So it had been a few years since I seen this. I saw not, I have not seen the remake at all. <laughs> Would you say that well, maybe you can tell me towards the end of this review. Yeah. If it's better than that, but yeah. For sure. It's updated. Updated. <laughs> um spoiler warning, go check it out on Netflix until May thirty first. Until May thirty first. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's the only place it's on too, huh? It's just Netflix. Uh, yeah. or you can buy it on DVD, VHS, Blu-ray, or 4K. Which I I, I told Juan about. He's like, "What? 4K?" <laughs> I mean, I think you know. I've thought about that in general, and I was like, you know, I'm pretty sure like video equipment was really really high def back then, but. We just didn't have anything to translate it to what we have, so maybe it's possible to have old movies that like that in actual good 4K definition. Because I imagine it would just enhance more of the flaws. Oh yeah, like like older movies now on 4K, you can like the way they clean it up, and especially depending on the movie, like they really take their time and clean it up. Uh, I don't know how Pet Cemetery looks or some of the, uh, uh, you know, like RoboCop. Early, I watched it last week, <laughs> and it on, for a 4K movie, it was still a little grainy. But like if they if they put money towards something like The Godfather or Wizard of Oz 4K movies like those like they really spend their time on it they clean it up and they they patch everything together and it's huh. it's pretty amazing with how some of the older stuff looks on 4K The Shining on 4K is so like good. I would imagine they just like CGI like the little data that's missing or something yeah they. Uh, What's, there's a documentary on, on one of the discs, but like they'll take the film real and they'll like just scan it and completely just repaste everything together. They edit the sound, add better sound to it. It's a process. Wow. Yeah. I, I would I would like YouTube it because uh, I mean, I can explain it to you, but it's like it's just in person. It looks way better. Yeah. Like five or ten minutes. And I would say like I buy like if there's a, a Disney movie, like uh, like Turning Red for example came out today. Uh, 
turning reds, they're going to probably put like a $38.99 price on that 4K compared to the $24.99 price of just the Blu-ray. I would pay $24.99 for the Blu-ray because, yeah, the 4K is going to look maybe five times better. But for the price, uh, a brand new movie today will look just as good on like Blu-ray. It might be a little bit more enhanced on 4K. But I spend more, and probably Nick will agree too, I spend more money with 4Ks with the older movies <laughs> because they look so much better than than they probably should. Wow. This, this is true. Yeah. The more you know. But in my case, if it's a horror movie with 4K, I'm like going all the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to see that blood just spill out of my screen. That's, that's what I like. I want to taste it. Um. Tastes like Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Would you guys think of like some of the opening stuff with with uh, Pet Cemetery? Like right off the bat, it teases the big loud trucks, and <laughs> yeah, and the, the you know the, the opening credits, and then just the trucks are just like nonstop. Like there's mm. a lot of that, <laughs> even after the facts. <laughs> yeah, I did uh, find it interesting. Like. <laughs> It, it definitely gave you that old time movie feel because it started off with all the creepy sound song and like you know all the whatever and then the family shows up the creeds yeah and then yeah I mean I I guess you had to have known that something was gonna like they 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 teased it like sometimes I watch movies, especially old movies like this, uh, older movies. I was born in eighty nine, so I guess I'm old too. But um, you know, movies like this, I try to like imagine like if I was a person and this was the first time this movie came out and I went to the theaters and went and watched it, what would my impression of this movie be? I like think about shit like that, and so I I was sitting there like, okay, I think I would see the the signs of them showing the the truck kind of popping up uh, a lot and then even the kid like running over there and then uh the stuff about death like you can see it really early like they're talking about death a lot so you're like okay well cat's gonna die probably because mm. they're ready bringing up the set pet cemetery and oh my god little girl can't live without her dead cat or her cat who will die very soon um <laughs> the cat um because yeah, uh they they uh they mentioned again that that uh, cat neutered <laughs> it couldn't the balls off <laughs> yeah, the, doc the doctor even says that she's like you get his nuts cut off oh damn it if i was yeah. so if i was that cat yeah i would have walked myself in oncoming traffic too yeah poor cat lost the will to live after that <laughs> Did he or he didn't? He didn't even get neutered before getting run over. No, I think oh, he got neutered. Yeah, he got neutered. And it was well, just after. Or maybe because I know he was taking the cat in with him to work, and he was supposed to get neutered that day at work, right? But uh, they, they never show him. it. Yeah, well, not not only do they not show it, but his first day of work is Victor's truck accident. Victor got hit by a truck, so <laughs> he, he like automatically went in and was like, uh, you know. Oh shit! I gotta try to put this dead guy's face back together. <laughs> so maybe I mean maybe the cat did get it, or maybe he was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna take the cat home with me and say he got neutered. Mm. 
I was saying, man, it'd be like, man, well, it's kind of pointless thing if you got neutered and you still got run over. Because when he picked the cat up, spoiler again at the end. Spoiler. Picked, yeah, when he picked the cat up to uh, give it the shot, you saw balls hanging. Mm. So I'm like, maybe, you know, that's probably looking well, too close into detail. I was going to say, they probably weren't like, this This cat really isn't neutered. <laughs> oh, no one's going to stare at his balls enough to well, really notice. Yes, you I see dangling. <laughs> Only the real one those, <laughs> see those continuity errors in these movies. He's good. I wasn't even looking at the direction. I was just looking at the cat's face. And, Damn, I'm, I felt bad for this cat. Now that's 1080p He's right a, there. Look, cat balls. That's because this cat's already dick mode and don't care. Where did this, this episode turn quick, guys? I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, mm. as, as far as favorite scenes, that probably was one of my fun. Uh, one of the ones I laughed at pretty hard was the girl was like, "Oh, I don't want Church to get his nuts cut off." Church, <laughs> or even the the maid. And the, the maid. maid. Oh, going to take to get his nuts. Yes, cut. Yes. Yeah, he's like, "Thank you for giving that colorful language to my daughter." Oh, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's uh, sitting there. She's like, "Anytime, anytime." Yeah. Yeah, that whole. It was like kind of weird, like not weird, but like you could tell like right off the bat, like the overall theme is like death and not being able to cope with it. And like you can like see it from the very beginning when like the wife just does not want to talk about death like ever. Like she freaks out, you know. Um, A lot of my like least, I don't want to say least favorite scenes. I just kind of put them on stuff I noticed. (laughs) Um because they're not really my favorite scenes, but they kind of make me laugh, like when I think about them. But like whenever they go and show, um, whenever Judd takes them to um, see the pet cemetery for the first time, and he's like, "Well, at least something good came out of it." The neighborhood kids come and bury their animals here, and that the wife just freaks out, and she's like, "What do you mean something good came out of it? Like, no, this is horrible. It's all shit. They're all shit. No, no, nothing good. Why do they have to know about death?" And then, like almost immediately after. Freaking maid commit suicide. <laughs> was, there, uh, yeah. was, was there something I messed with that? Uh, she just killed herself. I was like, the cat was probably like fucking evil as shit. Because oh, right, that's, that's the death order, right? Is the cat, the maid, and then the little boy? I think so. Yeah. So well, man, I don't know. No- I was like, don't forget about the, I guess his name was Victor or Pascal. Oh, yeah, Pascal. Well, the <laughs> Pascal. Yeah, he, well, yeah, he would be second then. No, he would be first. I think he was first. Yeah, it'd be him, the cat, and then the maid. Then the maid. And then, and then uh, June, was... or the baby. Gage. Gage was the Gage. Gage. Would you guys know about a, the legendary <laughs> Fred Gwynn? Here as uh as Jude or Judd, we'll call him Judd. I think that's more. Judd. Yeah, that's that's his name. Well, I'll tell y'all one thing: you cannot understand this man at one point five speed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I understand like, anyone. <laughs> I had to like pa- I had to pause it, rewind it, put it back to normal speed on some of the parts because I just could not understand what Judd was saying. He's like I, just like the worst thing or like this the whole time. He would sound like Ernest from Ernest Goes to Camp. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> he's, 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 he's
I gotta say, the first time that Judd takes, um, bitch. Mm. first time that Judd takes Lewis up to the actual tribal grounds, this old dude is fast as shit, having no issues climbing these damn rocks. <laughs> is that and amazing? Lu- Lewis is just like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? We're almost and, there. And and Judd's like, no, no, come on, come on. And then he gets up there and he smokes like he chain smokes. Like, man, his, his lungs are shit, and he's still out working this guy. And like, then he tells him he can't help him bury the dig the grave. <laughs> Uh, the whole movie—that's the biggest thing. The whole movie. The old guy uh, not catching his breath. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really care about CGI stuff. It's just, the cat's eyes right there—that's the biggest thing. Yeah, I never really—I un- just don't understand. Like, like this movie is obviously based on a book with probably like this thick, you know. So there's probably a lot of detail missing. I just don't understand, like, why you know. Judd would have just been like, you know, I took my dog up here. Wasn't the same when I buried him up here. Let's take this guy and his cat up here, you know, so that he also probably won't be the same, you know. He, he tells he tells them after like they die, like the cat dies, and then he's like, "Oh, I took my dog up there, but he and he didn't come back the same." Well, this is something you should have told me like mm. before we take the fucking cat up there. Yeah, like we already took the cat up there and we buried him. And then you tell me that he came back not the same. And he's like, why, why, why? And he's like, oh, I have, I have my reasons. <laughs> what are your reasons, sir? I have my reasons. I have my reasons. So I, I did think the actual burial burial grounds, you know, looked pretty cool when they finally did get up there. Looked, looked creepy. Uh-huh. Mm, it's beautiful. <laughs> nice scenery. Do you also think it was weird that Judd just got so close to the family, like, so fast? Like, it was just, like, one of them. He was having picnics with them and everything. <laughs> Fit right he in. Just, he just came in. They're like, hi, neighbor. And he just been diesel that shit. Like, no. That's what happens. Family. You, you, say, you save a family member, you become family. Uh, well, I mean, he did offer him a – it wasn't a Corona, but they did drink a lot of beer together. Uh, Budweiser, I think yeah. it was. A little Bud. Man, this guy had an unlimited supply of beer. Like every scene he was coming out in, he's all it's time to bring it out again. I think I think it was funny too. Like, I guess at that time, you know, people didn't drink straight out of the bottle or something. Like, only a man's man drink out of the bottle. Because I noticed that dialogue where he was just like, "Do you need a glass?" And he's like, "No, good man." Like, <laughs> okay. That's I was like, I've never right poured there. a beer into a mug unless it was at a restaurant where they did it for me. Like. Yeah into a frozen mug yeah like i just thought though they're like good man you're you're one of the good ones you don't like your beer bottles in a glass <laughs> i don't have to do dishes when you leave hell yeah hell yeah <laughs> you just throw away these things when we're done what um, did you think of uh rachel rachel's backstory of her sister zelda <laughs> I, I for i forgot even even watching the remake a few years ago i for, i keep forgetting every time i watch this movie that the zelda storyline is in there and i'm like yeah i'm almost like does it need it be in does it need to be in there or is it just because you no know, you know maybe this is showing that rachel's not 100 percent innocent too like she had some traumatizing shit happen to her 
Rachel came off as a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she, she was like, does, does, it, does it? Yeah, she she was telling him like, you know what? I kind of was happy she died. She's like, I was, I was like crying, I was laughing, or was <laughs> savage. Yeah, and no, I mean, he noticed right away that that definitely was like child child abuse slash mental abuse. I mean, yeah. she definitely didn't have any like reason to be there be the one you know basically the one, the one. um she's like um who's <laughs> saying um i don't want her to die from her own pain but from our our pain <laughs> I was like, okay yeah the whole movie is just tragic in general just tragedy after tragedy <laughs> there's no silver lining in that movie whatsoever yeah i i I looked at some of the special features and even Stephen King was like, my kid didn't die, but I did have like a, a house when I was writing this book and like the neighbor across the street, there was a busy highway. And I think the cat, he had like an animal, whether it was a dog or a cat. And I think the actual cat did die because of the, the highway. But I'm like, something always negative happens to Stephen King. And then he just, the man can just write the hell out of a fucking novel. <laughs> He does not end it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't realize he, how he just never the... wants it to end. That's why he can't mm-hmm. end it. Do you guys think that he has like some? Do you think he has a multiverse of his own, or do you think these stories are all completely separate? He does have a multiverse. You didn't know that. Does he? The Dark no, Tower. I didn't know. Well, well, I know he's got the Dark Tower, but I'm talking about like, do you think any of these books or movies are all connected? Like yeah, we, I started doing research after I read the book. The book it started trying to like. Well, I didn't read it. I audio book listened to it, but it was a really good book. Hey, but same, I started. Same but I um, I went and researched like uh, you know, all the different things, and apparently a lot of uh, a lot of his books have uh, like references to like other characters from other um, Stephen King books. Like I forget which one it is, but there's a movie. Um, about a guy going back in time to stop like John F. Kennedy's um, like assassination or something like that. What, the show like, with James Franco. I think it's that show with James <laughs> Franco. Yeah, and in that book, uh, they mention uh, Beverly and uh, one of the other kids from It talking about something, but it was like in ca- it's like in passing in the book, like, and then these two people. Beverly and blah 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 talked about this this and this and then they walked away and that was like supposed to be like kind of like their cameo in <laughs> that book in a sense and nice. different things a lot of the dark tower um trilogies kind of all go together the turtle gets put inside the uh, the dark tower trilogy or I don't know about trilogy but saga I guess you'd probably call it and like the turtle from it yes the turtle from it and apparently like each one of like the, there's different animals at different pillars that are like guardians of each like pillar, and the turtle is one of the guardians of one of the pillars for like that world or something like that. Like it's a bunch of crazy stuff. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I went deep diving into all that shit, but yeah, he's he kind of has his own little universe and kind of he kind of hints a lot of different things and um in books to kind of connect all of them like they're all in the same universe. Nice. I am surprised that it, it felt forever 
like getting from the gauge death to maybe the main like creepiness of him coming back to life. Should have watched it in 1.5 speed. <laughs> 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 like it, it, the, the pacing for me did feel kind of like slow and if I can use the word like I don't know. I just mm -hmm. felt like that was like thumb. I was having issues not not knowing what to do like all right, how many how many more minutes do we have? <laughs> for for Fuentes, you you fast forward through the slum bitch. You're like, yeah, fuck this. <laughs> you just start going. Yeah, a kid died, and then all of a sudden he was in the freaking graveyard digging his body up <laughs> with Pascal. Like, don't do it. <laughs> I know, but it sounds it sounds like even uh, when doing that, you you still um, had to waste like a maybe a minute or two just to rewind some scenes. Yeah, I mean, I had to just to hear Judd, just to hear Judd talk, period. Wow. Like, uh, anytime he said anything, I had to go back. Um, or anytime he said anything that was worthwhile, I had to, like, rewind it and listen to him. I'm pretty sure he was buzzed the whole time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I just, like, I don't know. I do find it like super interesting that. I mean, I don't find it interesting. I guess I kind of understand, like, you know, he wanted his kid to be back alive, so he went and gave this thing a try. Um, I just don't get the ending. Like, <laughs> I don't think nobody does. Like, Dude. I felt like the movie was. I'm like, you know, I'm sitting there watching, and like, as the little boy's death scene happens. You know, I'm like, oh, shit, this is, like, kind of, you know, hard to swallow, uh, mm. especially having, like, little kids, like, that age with me. And I'm like, uh, and then he's going through the pictures. So I'm like, okay, it's it's hard hitting. You're emotionally attached to the kid, the family, and you already know that something creepy is going to happen. But I just feel like the execution of the creepiness wasn't, like, 110% for me. And I was expecting, I think it would have been cool if they got maybe like a different little boy and made him look a lot creepier than him just dressing up as a Halloween costume. Because that's what it looked like when Gage came back from the dead. Mm -hmm. um, off it. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. As far as like children actors, by the way, that kid did an amazing job. I was like, dude, this kid's so good at making angry faces and pretending to kill people. Uh, He's just great at it. My favorite Where, is one. Where'd they find him? When they use a... from uh, the final nightmare or uh, Wes Craven's new nightmare. Was it that same kid? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never sleep again. <laughs> there we go. So, That's what I'm talking about. That uh, the scenes where there's a scene where he burns the house. You can tell it's like a a little doll dummy, or when he he uh he jumps from like the the ceiling area, I guess. Or the face looked hilarious to me. I think I was like, mm -hmm. I don't know if they use like a some kind of mask or something like that. I did like when he bit off uh, Judd's uh, throat. Yeah, like, dude, that, I feel like that's therapy right there. Like, all right, now I need you to get into this guy's throat and just, rah, just rip it out with your teeth. Uh, I will say anytime that there were like, uh, like death scenes, whether it was Pascal's body, <laughs> Judd's death, um, or the, the the ending with the mom coming back, like all the all all the uh, uh, 
what, what would you call it the the makeup and the special effects with the blood i thought it was mm-hmm. all it was all pretty good i gotta give him give him a feather in the cap for that yeah. i liked it some of the stuff from the 80s would be like or the early 90s you're like oh that's kind of cheesy but i think the makeup the makeup in this movie was really good yeah. i think um i guess i was gonna bring it up but uh what did y'all think of that part where the funerals happen and the dad gets all mad and <laughs> punches punches Lewis and then Lewis gets up and is like, what the hell? And then the guy tells Lewis to calm down. It's your son's funeral. It's your son's funeral. Like, he, he punched me out the fuck. Like, dude, I just got punched in the face and you knocked over my kid's crib. Like, Then he pushed uh, the guy to the, <laughs> the coffin, though. Yeah. He got pushed uh, back. Yeah. So what did what you do? <laughs> I, I knew. Body slammed him. Well, he was uh, the father-in-law, right? <laughs> He's like, I knew something like this was gonna happen. Oh, did you now? <laughs> I wonder if the, like, if the rating would have went from like an a rated R to maybe even higher if the body rolled out of the casket. <laughs> what? The- <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like the because the way it looked, you saw that you saw the hand a little bit, but I'm like, could you imagine if like the body fucking flew out of the casket? It'd be like some uh, some Mr. Deeds shit, and he pops out. Adam Sandler tries to put him back in there. I watched the uh, or not watched after I watched the Pet Cemetery last night. I was doing a little research on like the differences between the book and the movie, and like you know just a little article. And one, I just thought it was funny. The article was like, uh, oh. "Yeah, normally killing kids in movies is even something that like horror movies kind of stray away from, but like." Stephen King don't give no fucks. He was just like, we killing kids left and right. I don't care. Like, and I was yeah. like, that's pretty, it's pretty funny. Speaking of Stephen King, he made a cameo on this boy. He did at the, uh, <laughs> at the, the funeral maid, scene. Yeah, that, the maid's, uh, yeah. the maid's funeral. Maid's room. He's the, the priest or the father or whatever. <laughs> oh. Interesting. <laughs> I didn't know that. I'll, I know what he looks like, but like you have to like <laughs> point it out before I'm like, oh, that is that guy. <laughs> That's him. I wonder, like Stephen King wrote the script for this movie. I guess that was one of the deal breakers, like for him to uh, for him to buy it or for him to sell it to the uh, the movie company. Like he wrote this screenplay. But for the remake in 2019, he didn't get to write the screenplay. So I wonder, that's probably why people are like, oh, Stephen King didn't write it. Evil dies tonight. <laughs> Evil, Evil dies tonight. tonight. Mm. Evil, Evil dies tonight, bro. Um, what'd you guys think of the Timmy story? Timmy. The, the you know, because Timmy! <laughs> Timmy, 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 like uh, living. <laughs> Timmy, I forgot where we're going. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Before, before you see Gage returning, um, Judd tells him about the Timmy story, and again, he, you know, Judd's like fucking late, like always. <laughs> and uh, I thought the Timmy story looked kind of cool because he looked more dead and zombie-like than the kid did coming back from the dead. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What'd you guys think yeah. of that? You like the way he looked, or the Timmy story in general? Or do you think eh, that's another like ten minutes that could have been cut out? Mm, I think 
that dude was strong to carry that kid up that mountain. Because <laughs> he wasn't a kid. <laughs> he was a full-grown adult. Dang, imagine the hole you had to dig for that guy. Like, he had a tough enough time, you know, getting his kid buried. Or that cat buried. And then his kid. And then his wife. Oh. Oops. I didn't get the ending. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't enjoy the ending. I, I, uh, the movie really went downhill for me the moment the mom came in and saw everything, and and then hung her, hung herself, um, and then the dad using the uh, the euthanizations to kill the cat, and then that's how he. <laughs> you know, the he steak did. got you a nice fat juicy steak, right? Yeah. Oh, maybe I told juicy, but. He would have euthanized my ass if I mean you lure me with a steak. I'd you want this? The cat's like, oh, don't you fuck with me. Don't you fuck with me. Um, <laughs> he tries to run away. He's like, oh, you're too fat. And he just grabs the cat. Did you guys hate the ending? Or Nick, you, uh, you, gave, you gave it higher than everybody. I did. What did you think of the ending? Well, I was going to say, man, or, this movie is actually a pretty good watch if you watch it in 1.5 speed. <laughs> you get through it pretty quickly and. It kind of you get the gist of the story. That, um, I mean, that, that is kind of sad though. Like, so instead of an hour and forty-five minutes, what it took you like an hour and fifteen? It was like yeah, an hour and something. Yeah, hour mm-hmm. and some change. Um, <laughs> some change. No, I mean, yeah. um, I I liked it for the most part because you know I really do try to judge movies at its time. You know, it was a nineteen eighty-nine movie. I mean, mm. um. <clears throat> Are you talking to me or are you talking to Nick? Nick gave oh, a four. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Whoever wanted to talk about it. Like, <laughs> but I know how, I know the ending to me is kind of <clears throat> the last like 30 minutes is just like really slow paced. I want to hurry and get this. I don't know why it's taken so long, but yeah, you both go ahead and answer. Me. Well, I, you know, and again, it's kind of sad, but it's kind of cool that I watched it in 1.5x speed. But once it got to like, I'm going to fuck up this whole place. Like that was like to me. I was like, "All right, this is the action scene, bro." He's he's a, where's the cat? Throws the steak. All right, let's get Joe out. Oh yeah, you're nice and dead. Come here, little Gagey. Come here. I'm about to fuck you up. Um, it's all no fun. Yeah, nineteen eighty nine. He probably lured him with some Michael Jackson albums. Hey. Oh. <laughs> Not my son. Um, but yeah, I mean. To me, right after that part, that was probably the most exciting part for me. It was like, you just saw the determination, the gusto. Like, he had a mission, and it was to put his kid back into the ground. I love the and, look in his eyes when he's, like, going, he's doing that walk. So I don't know why I'm like, oh, fuck everyone up now. He was on a mission. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I enjoyed it, <laughs> you know. But I also saw it at 1.5 x3. So, to me, mm. it just kind of went, zoop. Here's your steak. Oh, you gotta get it and carry, you little bastard. <laughs> it didn't really like. It didn't seem as slow paced as probably y'all saw it. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, it kind of just went through it, and then when that kid attacked, man, that fight scene that probably was not that fast was very fast for me. Pa pa go 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 go. It's like duh, uh. oh, yeah. What's the matter, Ralph? You, he, he, he listened to you watch Pet Cemetery. That's what's the matter with him. Right? He's <laughs> Pet Cemetery. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was a little weird too, because like, <clears throat> so in the book, apparently, like, any anything that so it was like, I don't want to say it was um, haunted, but basically the spirit of the Wendigo was the one that like would bring people back to life, and it basically brought them back to life as cannibals. So that was the original story in the book is that anyone that got buried there basically got revived as a cannibal. Um, but usually also that they were kind of like almost zombified, that they were kind of more sluggish and not as smart as they were before. Um, but this kid was really sharp, you know, you know, he was talking way more and he was like flexible. I wouldn't say flexible, but he was running, hiding, jumping out of shit, you know, Doing all kinds of crazy shit. And I was like, man. And then even like when he got hit hit with the euthanization, he's just like, like almost like an adult would do. Not I wouldn't say adult, but a, a kid, teenager. Let's go with teenager. Like, man, not fair. <laughs> and like, just like went to his corner. And I was like, I don't even want to play with you no more. You're not, you don't even play by the rules. <laughs> this way is draining and he just sits up, falls out. I'm just wondering if that kid really knocked his head when he fell over around the end. Because, like, he fell over, and then he's, like, just, like, there. But, like, when he fell over, his head went wonk, like, hit the freaking side of the wall. I was just like, what the hell? Did that kid really, like, slap his head against that freaking wall right there? Like, damn. Or did Joe knock his... I think he popped up from a little nightmare. He's on his bed, and he he hits his face on towards a little table. Oh, yeah. Whenever the dad woke up and like fell out of his, I fell out of the bed. You saw him hit the corner of that table. Yes, yeah, his, his face like, or his head landed on the table, but he was selling his back more than his face. That's what I was like. What are you doing, man? <laughs> I was like, damn, dude, you hard on that coffee or coffee table nightstand. Like, what the hell? Uh, but back. again, I'm watching every, I'm every, I'm watching everything at 1.5 x speed. So to me, it went whack, <laughs> and then fell immediately after. I was like, Oof. damn, that guy fell damn hard. So. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Um, overall, um, I mean, I think I pretty much enjoyed the movie. I, I like the whole kind of like idea of like the theme being death and people not able to like cope with it, the overall theme. And wanting like a way out, like I thought was kind of like, um, what did Judd say? He said something like, "What you what you buy is what you own, and what you own comes home to you." Like, I thought that was like weird and ominous and kind of like cool. And a lot of Judd's sayings were really cool throughout the movie. I thought those were um, highlights that people don't really talk about as much, but his little sayings were pretty were pretty like. Oh, that's kind of cool to hear. You know, a man's heart is stonier or something. I don't really remember the, the phrasing. It was all the beer. Yeah, he was just drunk, babbling shit. Sometimes dead is better. Yeah, sometimes dead is better. Um, um, I guess I do have a little bit, a couple of plot holes. Well, not really a plot hole. The first one we already talked about, which was the, why would Judd have them parry? Why would Judd have him bury the cat after he didn't have good results with his dog? Like, he was just like, now nah, I'm going to tell him how to do this too. Um, which we kind of already touched on. The other one was uh, 
you know, Pas Pascal came to help Lewis. You know, at some point he's like, you know what? You you tried to help me. I'm gonna help you. And then he kind of shows them Pet Cemetery and then shows them where not to go. And then like almost immediately after, that's where he goes. Like <laughs> <clears throat> So how did he help him? Because it's almost like he led him to do it eventually. Even though he was supposed to be like the guardian spirit in a sense, like he kind of showed him, you know, the way in a sense. And then double fortified it whenever Jed was like, Yeah, let's come this way. I had the ominous spirit told me not to, but maybe he really wanted me to. <laughs> oh, what do y'all think? Like he did say he went to help him. Like, what do you how do y'all think? Was that supposed to help him, or you think it's just a mistranslation of movie to book? Like maybe in the book it was a little more helpful, but in this one was just like a general idea of how he helped him. Nick, you want to go? What? <laughs> he was like one of those. Uh, what do you refer to him? Like the little angel and demon, or you don't even like you just ignored the the shit out of him. Oh, the. Uh... Like, I don't give a damn what you say. I'm gonna do what I want. He was on a mission to bring back his family. I kind of got the opposite vibe from it. Like when he kept bugging him, when Pascal kept bugging him about it, I'm like, okay, maybe he's trying to get, uh, what the fuck is his name? Uh, maybe he's trying to get uh, Lewis to dig up his own body and take him up there to, to <laughs> Pet cemetery and like waking his ass up. That's kind of the vibes I got from it. Like, maybe he's telling him for that reason. Like, mm. you know, wake me up, take me to Pet cemetery. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I honestly didn't really get some of the dialogue that he was, uh, Pascal was using. Like, mm. unless, you know, is he, a, is he wanting to get, like, reborn again through Pet cemetery, Or is he, I, I didn't get the vibe from, you know, he's trying to stop him from using it. Because if you want him not to use it, then just don't tell him I where mean, it's at. He was snitching on uh, Lewis because uh, he tried to get through uh, um, Lewis's daughter's uh, dreams or, like, visions. Yeah, like, so he genuinely seemed like he was trying to help. Like, it's just the way the movie translated it was just like, <laughs> why show him if you don't, like you just said, why show him if you don't want him to go there? Like, yeah. why, sh why put the big shiny red button in front of him and say, hey, don't push this? Like, yeah, Lewis is your dad's mindset. The the scene where he digs up Gage and then the police are like, um, they're shining a light over there. <laughs> the red nose, you clown. <laughs> no, um, uh, but it was hilarious because there's like a big old hole dug up, and they're like, "Oh, we don't see no one standing over there." But um, uh, that dug up space doesn't look very sus. Keep on going, guys. Yeah, I think that's just the whole concept of even uh, Pet Cemetery One, Two, and the remake. I think that's why these movies kind of get just there's a, a little... Pet Cemetery Two. Yeah, yes. with Mrs. Krabs. I... Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that, that's that's why I think like you know these movies kind of get just a little bit of flack. A, the endings are kind of just like blah, <sighs> and then and then B, they're kind of just a little misleading. Especially looking at like the, the the name of the movie, the posters, 
to me, the movie is not as creepy as the posters or some of the trailers proceeded to be. Um, but I mean, I honestly think you can say that for maybe a lot of Stephen King movies. I know, I know the diehard readers of his novels, like say most of the movies are shit. Me being a huge movie guy, I've always looked at Stephen King movies. Now, other than The Shining, you guys can attack me if you want. Other than uh, other than The Shining and maybe the new It movies, but you kind of don't really count those. But like, other than The Shining, I think his horror movies turned from novel to movies are just okay. I don't think mm -hmm. I don't think his movies are just like jaw dropping or, you know, maybe he's a, a master. Maybe his novels are masterpieces of horror, but to me the movies are just like, eh, they're fine. I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Like, do you guys kind of feel the same way, or do you, are you guys like in love with a lot of his stuff, even the movies? Hmm. I'm just I'm just asking these these random questions because this is the first time that I've got to talk to you guys about Stephen King movies. So. Stephen King movies. Well, I Carrie's one of them, right? Carrie. Carrie's one. Yeah, yeah. Carrie's Fire Firestarter is another one. Cujo. Cujo, Salem's Lot, Church of Born. There's a Salem Lot's movie. Christine, Salem uh, Poltergeist, right? Poltergeist. I like Poltergeist. <laughs> Fourteen uh, Eight. That's Silver, like a little mini Silver, story. Yeah, Silver Bullet, Misery, Misery. I guess it's it's kind of like fifty fifty. It's either it's a, really a hit or miss. Usually, it seems Three mile. like. <laughs> Maximum so, Overdrive. It's, yeah, because there's some movies I, you know, I pretty much enjoy, and then others I don't enjoy them as much. I mean, um, I, I, I did I like. The, go ahead. I was I did like Poltergeist. Um, I don't remember Cujo. I don't think I've ever really seen Carrie or Firestarter. Um, I've never seen Firestarter. Is that I've a movie? That's a movie, right? This movie yeah. that got made into a movie. With, with little Drew Barrymore, and that's actually a remake. The, the remake is coming out in a few weeks, a few months. And um, um, I mean, about, I just like so I was just say like he doesn't like the Jack Nicholson version of The Shining. Stephen King doesn't, but he mm -hmm. likes the made-for-TV movie. I don't know if you guys <laughs> have ever seen that. No, I've, I've, I've go ahead. He just I don't know. That's that's weird to me that you know The Shining is just this this or of a film, but I think it's more because it's more of a Stanley Kubert film. Like Kubert put his own stamp on the shining and it's like, it's far from the book. That's why Stephen King didn't like it. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. I, I think that's a, just an interesting topic of maybe some, some movies that we could talk about later on down the line. <clears throat> no, I agree with you. Um, you know, some, some of his books are masterpieces. And I mean, a lot of people say a lot of his books are masterpieces, but obviously, you know, it was pretty successful. Um, you know, The Shining was pretty successful. Um, what are other movies? Um, I can't think of any others off the top of my head. Pretty much like what you were saying. Like, you know, it's like Batman and Superman. Like, those are the ones that get talked about the most yeah. or remade the most or whatever the most and then all the other ones are like oh well you know they're there too like salem's lot salem's lot i think are is getting a, a, a either a remake or something like that so yeah 
Yeah. Who knows? Uh, I think it's getting yeah, it's getting a remake. Um. But yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't know. He is one of those names that you hear, and everyone's just like, "Oh, Stephen King! This is gonna be amazing!" <laughs> and then is that how you feel? <laughs> how, about, how about when you hear the name Oral Stein? How does that make you feel? Like I'm gonna get goosebumps. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, apparently those uh, what are those those Fear Street movies? That was where R.L. Stein as well. So yeah, that's, I mean that's kind of. What do you want? I, we didn't touch on the ending, I know, uh, but the, you know the ending. Rachel gets he he carries his wife up there, buries her, and then she comes back with pus coming out of her cheek or her eye or some shit. Mm. She she's pussing up for him, and he and he disturbs it up when he kisses her. Oh yeah, he oh. licks her. Ass. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> they suck each other's pus, so then uh, what? She, she 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 grabs the knife. And then uh, it goes to the end. So, you know. so hates black. Yeah. He really thought third time was a charm. She just recently left, so it's not. It's not gonna be like the the others. Interesting. <laughs> All right. I got some taglines ready for this. It's got some taglines ready. Yep. All right. Pet cemetery. Dead pets, no problem. Dead family members, bring them over. <laughs> Pet cemetery. Why well, get a 12 gauge when you can just get a gauge? Mm. <laughs> I'll let y'all have some in. Let's see. The, the tagline is sometimes dead is better. Um, <coughs> sometimes beer is better. Sometimes beer is better. Um, pet cemetery. I I couldn't really really think of this one. I, I wanted to say it, but I think it's too cheesy. Um, pet cemetery. No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not gonna say it. Mm. <laughs> um, mine had something to do with a pet detective. Oh. Um, so. Pet cemetery. Don't do it. <laughs> <clears throat> Pet cemetery, like pet cemetery, where things don't play dead well. Pet cemetery. If the grave don't bring him back, Jim Carrey will. Pet cemetery, not again, Lewis. Oh, Lewis. <laughs> pet cemetery. I should have never showed you this place. Judd. Judd. Where your dreams go to die. I mean. <laughs> Pet cemetery. Hey, Gage, you lost your shoe. That's mm. But it, I mean, how, what would have happened had he not tripped on the, the grass? Just he probably would have got hit too. That just to shows you, no, no good ever comes from flying a fucking kite. <laughs> I mean the, the sister daughter she's like oh well, god damn it was my turn to mention that was exact words but she's getting all pissed off yeah, so you little shit <laughs> the the guy who, who, who's the famous guy got electrocuted from a kite fucking Benjamin, oh, Benjamin Franklin, Franklin. 
Yeah. No, no good comes from flying a kite. Fuck those kites. Mm. <laughs> Pet Stay watch movies. Pet cemetery shouldn't build a fence. Pet cemetery, not for kids. Oh, how about this one? This one's good. Pet cemetery. Sometimes the book is better. <laughs> That's all I got. I'm all I'm all pitched out, guys. I'm sorry. Pet cemetery. There's a part two. <laughs> there is a part two. Speaking of part two. Wait, that's on the is that, show, right? Is that UHD or what? <laughs> yeah, never mind. <laughs> what? Are you about to do a 2 to continued? We're about to do a crossover. The crossover. There is a Pet Cemetery 2. Um, actually, when I was younger, that's the first one that I watched was Pet Cemetery 2. Because I found it at a pawn shop on VHS for like 50 cents. Um, and it's got Edward Furlong in it, who is the little kid from Terminator 2. I love I loved Terminator 2, so I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to watch it. Um, Pit Cemetery 2's got terrible fucking reviews, but it's to me it's not that bad. I, I would put it right there Under with the first one. Underrated? Maybe. I think it is a little underrated. <laughs> um, but surprisingly, Mary Lambert came back to direct the sequel, So, but the sequel got shit on all over again. So, mm. And then you guys not seen the 2019 version? No, I haven't seen it. I've seen it. I don't remember it, but I've seen it. Yeah, it's kind of this. There's only one twist, and I won't spoil it for Nick just in case he wants to go out and see it. But they do do a little semi twist with this one, with, with the 2019 one. Um, they do a couple of twists, actually. They do, yeah. John Lithgow is Judd in the 2019 movie, so that's that's pretty fun and a, and a breath of fresh air. So I like John Lithgow. I think he's pretty cool. But yeah, I would honestly like I would recommend you watch like the 2019 one like this week if you can find it if you don't have it or if whatever it's on. Uh, I thought it was a I thought it was a pretty good watch and it's an hour and forty minutes and it goes by to me it went by pretty quick. Watching at one point five x speed <laughs> go quicker. <laughs> so, but yeah, I know one hit <laughs> the ending. So, how would you how would you end this movie? Uh, I would have ended it with the little boy not dying. If you're gonna tease like a sequel that way, I would have teased it with him not dying. Um, yeah, and I would yeah, but I would I would, liked, I would have liked to see Pascal somewhere near the ending as well. Like he was know, maybe well, right, right. But I would have liked to seen him like at the very, like make him like the child poster for this fucking franchise. <laughs> the show. He's a star. Yeah, like it, it seems like I would have liked to see. I would like to see his ghost or whatever you want to call him tied into some of the other. If they, you know, if they knew they were going to do a sequel, like tie him into it. Make him make somebody else. Make him have somebody else go into the pet cemetery. So now, and actually, after watching this one, it, I can't remember how the second one starts off, but it, it's kind of made me want to watch the second one again. Starts off on a spoiler. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's how I would have ended it. I would have ended it like pretty much right after he was deciding to um, set the house on fire, 
and then after he set the house on fire, just um, having Judd, like pretty much what they did with Judd's words going in the background. But then after that, the, the wife came in. But just like it happening and just kind of him just watching this whole house go down in flames and, you know, that's pretty much it. Pretty sure he would have went to jail because, I mean, how do you explain your your kid's corpse <laughs> that should have been already buried, your dead wife and Judd all burn inside a house that you evidently set on fire? Was this the prequel to Firestarter? <laughs> right. <clears throat> Nick, what about you? Did you, Do you like the ending or would you have completely changed it? Hmm. I think he, uh, I mean, I don't think he has anything else to live for, but he did, he did have a daughter. He had one more daughter. <laughs> the remaining of his time, but I mean, he should have just burned himself in the house. <coughs> I mean, so the fire just stayed there. Yeah, I don't know, man. Or yeah, I... he brings, he has everyone alive. He doesn't try to do anything. He just, he has everyone burn with him. <laughs> I kind of want to give him some slack because, you know, yeah, the ending was dumb and what he did with his wife, taking her up there to try to get reanimated and thinking, you know, there was a chance. But, like, he just mentally just wasn't in the right place. Like, you know, his kid died, you know, then his kid became a homicidal maniac and then killed his wife. And he just, he had, all this shit was gone. He was just like, you know what, like, I'm going to go do this. It didn't have to make sense because he mentally was unstable at that point. He was just like, nope, I'm going to do this. Because, I mean, you're right. He had any, I wouldn't say any normal person, but, like, you have another kid to live for. Like, why just throw it all away, you know, for a chance after everything, everything you've done. You've done it twice. You brought back a cat who became a dickhead. <laughs> and then you bring out, brought back your kid. Who became a bigger dickhead? So you think the third time it's going to be even better, and your wife wasn't going to be a dickhead. <laughs> third time's charm, like I said. <laughs> like, it's work. I don't know. Just it was very strange, but also at the same time, you know, I just think he wasn't. He just wasn't mentally all there anymore. Like he had, he just had lost it. Yeah, he was too too far gone. He was done. He's done. Yep. Cemetery. I mean, it could have yeah. ended with the Pascal uh, just showing him while he's looking at the, the house being burned down. Or I don't know, some, like everyone's just dead and he's just <laughs> see Pascal. Told you, told you it wasn't going to end well. <sighs> yeah. Well. But that. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody's ratings change after this podcast? <laughs> Did it get lower? I'll leave mine at three. What's up? I'll leave mine at three. Mm. <clears throat> what about you, Nick? You still think it's a solid? Well, I don't. I think you said it was a solid four, but solid you still think four. it's a four? <laughs> yeah, I'll say it's four. It's one of the better adaptions. It's not really saying a whole lot, but, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I'm still pretty pissed that they didn't put the turtle into the new It movie. <clears throat> I kind of hated the ending of the new It movie, too. 
thought it was kind of cheesy. But oh, maybe I need to rewatch it again. Maybe to get the feeling. What, Ralph? What's wrong? <laughs> um, the cemetery. But yeah, I think uh, think I've had all I have to say about Pet Cemetery. Mm. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah. That's all I gotta say. Anyone else have any anything else they want to add before we end of this uh, podcast? About this on movie? to the next? What's next time? What's next week? Next oh, that's week. a great question. I need you to fill like one minute of time for me one to look for a time. movie. Because <laughs> I forgot it was my turn to pick. Uh, I don't think it is. It's an excuse to pick. Is it not my turn to pick? No, because you picked. Uh, you picked last week or the week before. There's someone in your house. Yeah, I thought Nick gave his away to you. Are we now adding you in rotation? I didn't. I wasn't aware of this. Hmm. Nick, what did you pick? What did I pick? <laughs> yeah, what you pick? What you what pick, man? Pick. Are we doing Ace Ventura, Pet Detective? Oh, you wish. Ventura. We're gonna, we're gonna. I'll tell you what we're gonna pick. I'm gonna describe it. I'm gonna You're grab gonna it. describe it. I'm gonna describe it. No, I'm gonna grab it. Try to wrap it damn hand around. I don't remember where I put it. <laughs> grab it, Nick. Grab it. Pull it out. Oh, you want me to pull it out? Pull it up. All right, no, I don't even know where it's at. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it sounds like some oh. serious problems. Well, we will be reviewing a movie. Show it already. <laughs> don't rush me. Let me see it. <sighs> God dang it. Oh. <laughs> That's expense right now. Uh, the movie we're reviewing, we're going to review uh, um, Final Destination. Final Destination, yes. The Final Destination. Dang. All oh, we no. do is win! Oh. No, it's Final Destination. The Final Destination is the fourth one. Gotta be more specific. Oh. So we're doing the Final. First? Yeah, the first one. Final Destination. I believe that's on Netflix. Hell yeah. That's a good one. So, yeah, I mean, you want to you see uh, the guy who played Casper? <laughs> oh, no, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I love Casper. Can I keep you? Can I keep you? Oh, man. I Gives thought we were going to review Casper. Now you guys may want to talk about Casper. We are? It's not that's on it. Netflix. Final Destination, you have to rent it on Vudu, Amazon Prime, YouTube, oh. Google, Apple TV, or you have to go out and buy the sun, bitch. Hmm. I mean, is, I thought is, they would have maybe had it... Uh, I think part three and for what uh the final decision? Part three is on Netflix. Part two is not. The final is on Netflix. And part five is on Netflix. Hmm. The the original the original it is not on Netflix. See, I think it's uh, probably be a fitting pick since uh there is the word that uh it's gonna be a, a new Final Destination movie. Oh, yeah. Supposedly a reboot. Nice. 
So, yeah. I was trying to find a damn Blu-ray to show off, but <laughs> can't find it. So, but that's the movie I choose um, for our next Friday the 14th podcast episode. As far as UHD, Juan and I are reviewing uh, the h Silent. The well, already, Nick. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now I'll pull it out. And why stop being so impatient? I got I'm pulling it out. You'll enjoy it. <laughs> Sean William Scott is in Final Destination. I forgot all about that. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. I was like, I don't remember him even being in that movie. <laughs> nice. You can hill, man. James Wong movie. James Wong, what? No, oh, Wong. Wong. I was like, oh. You know, Kwong. Wong. I think I'm gonna have to change my name for the Final Destination movie. The real Kwong. The real Wong. <laughs> the real Wong. The real Wong. Hell or yeah. The real Wong. You spell out James Wong. Didn't James Wong do the, the Dragon Ball movie? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck that is. The Dragon Ball live action movie. Dragon Ball Evolution. Doesn't exist because it was so horrible. That was James Wong. <laughs> Got to put back on my clown nose now. Final Destination, May 18th. Be ready for be, that. It's going to be a fun episode. Hell yeah. Oh, man. So excited. Can't hide I just it. can't hide it. I'm about to lose control. Oh, oh. That's a sexual song. Hell yeah. Um, But yeah, uh, Silent Hill. Looking forward to that next week. Nice. Next week, May 11th. May 11th. 8 p.m. Or yeah, we're starting at 12, p- 12 a.m. Midnight? Then it'll, it'll be Thursday. <laughs> so what do you say Wednesday? It's all Thursday. Hell yeah. And we got stuff to m- prom- promote. Uh, who's going to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Um, but Monday, I'm talking about Doctor Strange. You guys can find me on the Instagram. One word, C-I-N-E-M-E-N-9-2-1, Cinnamon Movie Podcasts. Podcasts, podcasts drop Mondays at 9 p.m. Uh, this Monday, we're talking Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Don't spoil. Be good. Be nice. And we're also talking our top five Sam Raimi movies. So... That's what we're doing Monday. Mm. Yeah. Spider-Man 3 is number one, isn't it? <laughs> you got that dance, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm just I'm telling you. It's mm. some competition. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Evil Dead might say something, though. Oh, Evil Dead. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. So. What about you, Fuentes? Where can we find you? Um, if y'all don't know... Uh, I do rap music. You can check me out on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you uh, listen to streaming um, audio music. Um, just search Mr. Fuentes. And if you want to follow me on my Facebook, Instagram, uh, or TikTok, it's at Mr. Fuentes361. And go ahead and check it out. And I don't think we've said this enough, but you know, thank you all for listening. You know, for y'all getting this far. Uh, we really appreciate it. You know, this is something fun that we do, and um, it gives us a reason to chit chat and talk crap about 
horror movies. <laughs> nice. Or praise. Or, or praise. praise. The the occasional praise. Yes. And you can follow me at the 4K Bad Guy on Instagram. Um, uh, you can follow me on uh, God damn it! <laughs> you can follow me on uh, on one's uh, OnlyFans website. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> I'm the only fan. He's the only fan. <laughs> the only fan on OnlyFans. OnlyFans, man. Um. It's not really much news on my end, so yeah, just 4K bad guy it up. Um, maybe subscribe to my channel. Maybe I'll post something on there. Maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> like the post. Post the likes. Post the likes. Yeah. You guys give us some love. We'll give you some love back. We'll get love some it. sugar. Love yeah. it hard. <laughs> and I want to say thank you not only to everybody like that's listening out there or watching. But also thank you to YouTube. Like you guys have been like more than welcoming uh, for me coming in here and, and talking movies with you guys. Um, I love to talk movies and now doing it with you guys. I think it's awesome. Uh, doing stuff like this makes my week go by super fast because I have, you know, I have stuff that I do as well. And then uh, Wednesdays, you know, I look forward to coming down here and, and just hanging out and chilling with you guys talking about movies. So thank you both for uh, being as, as good and gracious and, and friendly as you guys have been. Not going to lie. That first half, I thought you said, thank you, YouTube. And I was like, <laughs> thank you, know, YouTube. <laughs> you know, YouTube has been good to us. I'm glad that somebody's thanking them. <laughs> thank you, YouTube. Thank, thank you, YouTube guys. YouTube guys. Uh, uh, like, all right, YouTube. <laughs> like, good job for letting us stream on here and talk about what we talk. I was like, damn, he's really shouting out YouTube. <laughs> the one. And then I was like, oh, you too. Oh, both of us. Bono. Yeah, the band YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, how many more sponsors are getting out there, one? <laughs> yeah. You don't know Thank how you much guys. inspire us, YouTube. It's, it's, it's been a pleasure having you on. I don't know. I feel like someone that towards the end of the year saying this is my departure has been has been a fun ride <laughs> it's been a long time without you my one <laughs> it's closing time it's closing time you guys ain't gotta go home but you gotta get the hell out of here hell yeah All right. it's my bedtime it is it's everyone's bedtime thanks for watching us uh rare folks always been a bad guy stay classy Giant Death, I love you. Game over. Being dead wasn't a problem, but being forgotten, now that's a bitch. Surprise, Sydney. I can't come back if nobody remembers me.